Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Yes, it is the Green Light On Premier Racing Podcast, and I'm calling it the number one Greyhound Racing Podcast in the world, and nobody's saying it's not, so I'm going to continue doing that. Straight off the top, I'm welcoming Corey Smith onto the podcast. He's beach-bound once again, uh, heading toward the island, Phillip Island I speak of, and Smithy, how are you, mate, and how was the travel back home? Uh, good, mate. Good. I thought you were going to roll with some sort of whale joke with my weight there with, uh, when you said beach bound, but I'm glad you didn't. I'll throw myself under the bus anyway. But no, pleasure to be down here. A couple of public holidays in a row is uh, just what the doctor order thinks. So we'll have a nice long weekend and hopefully uh, that brings with it plenty of winners. Mate, with the way the world is, there'd definitely be no jokes like that on a podcast because it would be, it'd be done and dusted very quickly, I think. But uh, if anyone was to pull that joke, it would be on myself. But Smithy... Uh, it's all happening. I, I, I'm really excited at the moment. And you know what I'm excited about? What are you excited about? Man? I'm excited, and I spoke to Jason Adams about this. He probably didn't get as excited as I am, but sports better got all the markets out for the uh, the futures. And I'm onto something. I think Untapped is going to go very close to winning the bold trees. I, I think she's going to be a walk-up starter in the Top Gun stayers. We get to see her over the 600 at the Meadows this week uh, on Saturday. But... Are you of agreeance there, Smithy? I had uh, Dusty Drew on the podcast last week, and he told me that she is going better than ever. She won the Sandown Cup yet. She is at $18 to win the the Bold Trees and also $18 to win the Top Gun Stayers. So do you think I'm onto something, mate? Uh, Yes, I think Super Australia is definitely Mm. the deserved favourite. I mean, what she did at Wentworth Park, I I honestly believe that Tornado Tears' uh, track record up there over the distance journey was never going to be broken. So, um, yeah, look, if Super Australia doesn't come down, I think Untaps would be right up the pointy end of the market. with her, and I think it's, she's a definite, definite each way chance. And I think Dusty Drew knows exactly what he's talking about. He knows untapped like the back of his hand. So uh, $18, I think, mm. think she is a minute. So it's definitely worth a bit of an each, each way play for well, sure. Well, $6 a place, I think, is the, the place price, just approximately. I don't have that exact. But uh, if you were to place bet her... Uh, even in both of those races, that's thirty-six to one. If she can run a drum in in both of the the two group ones, which I think is a is a pretty decent possibility. Run of the week. Straight into run of the week now. From last Saturday night, there were a few good runs, but I'm being a little bit selfish here, Smithy. Uh, I love Amron Dan, and the reason uh, I do Smithy is because when I say that he's going to win. He wins. When I say he's going to lose, he loses. And this is how he went about it last Saturday night, romping away to win. Racing. Amron Dan down to the inside. Jumped away well there with Ali Carr going up fast. Now trending Zari as they drive into the first turn now. Amron Dan down on the inside. Rails through on the inside and took the lead. And the favourite goes clear by two. Trending Zari second. Five lengths by then King Kanji Yildiz third. Followed by Federal Fernando. Next to the outside now the car. Followed by Rangor Jane. Welbeck would have been Lakeview Geordie and also Whittingham They come to the turn though. Amron Dan slipped them here. Got away about three or four out in front of a trending Zari Kanji Yil. But Amron Dan's going to cruise home. Three He's going to cruise home to the cheers of me in the the Hillsville house going bananas at this dog. I love him, Smithy. Uh, 29.80 or thereabouts. Showed speed, showed mid-race dash. He's a greyhound on the up, and I think he's going to win good races over 600-plus. Yeah, I think so too. He's probably the uh, lesser-known sibling of Amron Boy, Amron Down, but, uh, gee, he's got plenty of ability. 
Saturday's preview. Saturday's preview now, mate, for uh, 12 races on the Saturday night. You'll be obviously coasting down at the Phillip Island pub just watching these, Smithy. But uh, are you confident, mate, that there are 12 winners to be found? Oh, I reckon there might be 13, mate. I'm tipping a dead heat this week. Gee, I tell you what, I didn't expect that from you, Smithy. Uh, you've caught me off guard <laughs> there, mate. I just wanted to mention, too, for those loyal listeners who tune into the podcast on the Thursday edition, I had issues with my mouse, my computer mouse, and they're continuing. So if anybody knows how to fix a computer mouse, I, I know the, the, the most common will be just to buy a new one. They're not overly expensive. But my right click is left click and it's just not working for me smithy so i need to back some winners to buy a new mouse that's the uh, the moral of this story race one kicks off at 637 i'm going the yellow gary stun on i think he's got the speed to lead if he leads he'll be hard to beat had his head of first yeah, I have a massive opinion of Gary Stone. He he managed to win today. We're recording this Wednesday night, and he uh, got the job done over the 5.25. And, gee, he was tough. I think if he pulls up well from that, uh, I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat. The, the two is probably the other main danger for mine. Race two is a tough one, 730 metres, mix four and five. Uh, I looked at this form guide, and I've picked out a, a few, and I've gone back and forth. How good was uh, the Forrest Gump of, of Greyhound Racing last week, My Father's Son? We tipped into a place, and he ran second, Smithy. I love My Father's Son. It's just death taxes and My Father's Son running a place. But uh, I'm jumping off the bandwagon here. I'm going to land with Osprey Storm, but no real confidence. But if you're playing same race multis and those sort of things, uh, My Father's Son for third or fourth is, is a mm. must. You know when something's funny once and then you can push a little bit hard and, and do it twice? That's exactly what the Watchdog's done this week. They've gone <laughs> with the Forrest Gump of staying ranks. Last week it was hilarious. Back-to-back weeks... Not as funny, I think. Do you agree? Yeah, no. I think uh, I think we might have to get some get some new material. But I think he's hoping that maybe people didn't pay attention last week. He's rolling it out again. Yeah. You and I with the eagle oh. eyes of Vandermart and Smith. The only reason we realised is it is because of last week and how funny it was. But on with Osprey Storm anyway. Uh, race three, mate. Let's move along. I've got a roughie here. Thirty four dollars. Uh, the watchdogs mark this and. No, it's not Forrest Gump. It's Trenzalore, number three. Oh, look, it's going to need luck, but I think this could be a race where there's a bit of pressure early, and if the three can just miss the travel, go to the rail, when they're all compact in front, slide through, I think it can run well. And, and even as a same-race multi-top four type of play, I'm with number three in this one, Smithy. Yeah, this is a really awkward race for mine. I'm leaning towards Millie Bale on top, but really, really low confidence for me this one. A one to six win final. Yeah, my confidence builds as the meeting goes on. I'm with race four, number one here, Mapunga Raider. I'm going to keep a close eye on Hummock, though, in box four. I just think the two will initially lead. The red can kick through and hold the rail. That's the key, and I think it will be pretty hard to beat over the 600 metres. Uh, I've got Hummock each way despite the month off. Uh, I think he's got massive, massive amount of ability, so happy to be with you. Race five, I'm going the speed of number four, Storm Stroller. I just think he's gone to another level of late, and I think he'll be too good in the fifth grade here. Yeah, he's been awesome, Storm Stroller, and I've, I'm literally just having it either the two or the four. What about uh, the next, mate? I'm with uh, Four Untapped. I've already spoken about how excited I am about her future and the two group ones she's going to win in the next couple of months, and, and my pockets will be filled gamble responsibly, of course, if she does. But are you agreeing that she's going to be hard to beat here? Yeah, she's definitely going to be hard to beat. I think she'll be so much better for the run after her last up effort at Sandown. The 600 isn't what I want to see her over. I'm, I'm pretty keen to wait till mm. over the 700. But in this race, the race 
kind of map's not too bad for her. So hopefully she can get out and running like we know she can, and she'll be awfully hard to beat. Speaking about out and running, Let's Win Coin is exactly that, up to 600 metres. She is going to lead. She's going to run them into the ground. The last 50 will be pulling the wheat pulling the whip, I think, watching this one. But uh, I think she's going to get a big enough break. And she, I think she's dour enough now to, to hold on and win. So race seven, I'm with number one, Let's Win Coin. Yeah, I'm also with Let's Win Coin. It wouldn't shock me to see her out in front by six, seven or eight lengths down the back. And then we'll, we will have to uh, get a little bit nervous late. But hopefully she can hold on and she will get stronger as she goes along. One thing I'm impressed about, Smithy, is race eight's name. It's the free for all and... It's labelled the green light on podcast. That's not by chance. We've elevated from the, the low sort of mix six and sevens right up to grade five and now to the uh, the top end of the tree, free for all. They'll be calling it the green light on Melbourne Cup and, and Australian Cup soon, I think. But uh, I'm with my name, Stacey, here in, in the great race, the green light on podcast, mate. I think she's got the speed to lead. Another one that I might be pulling the whip out late, but uh, hopefully she can get far enough ahead. I'll tell you what, this is getting uh, scary. I feel like week in, week out, we're tipping the same greyhounds. Regardless of price, we're looking at the same form guide. And I think my name, Stacey, gets a nice draw. The five obviously likes to use a bit of the track. The eight has speed. So I think it could get awkward out wide. My name, Stacey, can skip away. What about race nine? Who wins that? Shepparton to the Meadows final. I thought it was a pretty even race. <laughs> this is about as even as it gets. And uh, I'll tell you what, after the news today, I probably won't be on the five, Coach Fagan. So I'll uh, I'll land with the quickest heat winner, uh, wartime novelty. Rod Clark doesn't come down to the Meadows all that often. But uh, when he does, he has a pretty good strike rate. So happy to be with the two. You always just, uh, just sort of touch on those controversial issues on this podcast. And I feel like one day I'm going to have to put a muzzle on you because uh, you're just, just treading on the water there, mate. I'm with number two, <laughs> everyone, wartime novelty. Everyone says that about me. Oh, it's good. It's good. It just keeps me uh, on my toes anyway. Race nine, number two, and keeps the editing good anyway. Race nine, I'm with number two, wartime novelty. Uh, races 10, 11, and 12. I like to normally do them all together if we can. Race 10, I'm with one Kanji victory, I think, can lead and win. Race 11, I'm with Fibularis. Now, this is a smoky because I think the four is going to lead, cut to the rail hard, uh, create a bit of space, and I think Fibularis can run well. And race 12, the last, my best bet of the night, I'm leading to the lucky last, and that's Oakley's boy. I think the red will lead. Uh, Oakley's boy, if this was harness racing, it'd sit leaders back and sprint lane to victory. So that's my best bet, race 12, number two. Smithy, who wins the last three? I've got race 10, number three, Jet Legger. I think this is definitely a winnable race. Small drop in class from uh, most recent runs. Race 11, number two, Biscopo Bale. I almost want her to uh, miss the start here and then be charging on late. And in race 12, I'm going to have to disappoint you here as well. I'm I'm with the two Oakleys boy, and it's also my best bet of the night. So we're singing from the same hymn book. We're going to leave it nice and late in the night. 10:22 p.m. on on Saturday. There might have been a few sherbets under the uh, oh. under the belt after the grand final. Yes, please. But I tell you what, I'll be I'll <laughs> be on to, on the phone with you and cheering at home. I reckon, Jimmy Boy. Hunters. Well, mate, it's the perfect lead into the Punters Punning Club. And on grand final nights, uh, always gamble responsibly. You'll have a good day, as you say. A couple of cordials through the afternoon and. I'm just going to go, look, let, let's go all in here, Smithy. Between the two of us, $100 a win on Oakley's boy. Do you agree? Do you agree to go all in? 
Mate, I, I'm with you. I'm with you all the way. I'm confident. I think we can get it over the line. I won't make up any ground on you, but uh, I think we'll put some money into the kids. Hey, I tell you what, don't tell Jason Adams this uh, from the other side of the podcast across town there at Sandown Park, but I'm going to allow us to have a double bet this week because it's grand final day. He goes for the swan, so he's having enough fun. I'm going to allow us to have $200, 100 each on Oakley's boy, but just don't tell Jason Adams. And, and the family, don't tell Jason Adams because this is our chance to catch up. Oh, it sounds like a plan, mate. I'm, I'm all for cheating if it uh, pushes me forward. <laughs> I love bending the rules, mate. Good luck. Who wins the granny, by the way? Is it Geelong or is it the Swannies? Oh, I think Geelong's been the best side all year, and at the MCG, I think they'll get the job done over the Swannies. Big weekend, mate. Enjoy. Thanks, mate. Have a good one. Inside Info. Inside info time now and something a little bit different. We're playing a bit of a who am I with our very special guest. He is a Group 1 winning trainer. He's won 140 races in the last 12 months and it wasn't too long ago he spent some time working in a 24-hour service station in Heathcote. He now lives in Murnion, training a big successful kennel. Without giving too much away, I'll say good day to our special guest. How are you, mate? Good, JB. How about yourself, mate? I'm good, mate. If they haven't guessed already, uh, who was the Group 1 winning greyhound that you trained, great man? Uh, a little girl by the name of Lioness Lou was her name, bud. They all know now. It's Marky Giddings. Thanks for joining us, Marky. You're a good man, and thanks for playing along too. No, that's all right, JB. Anytime, mate. Hey, you're a good mate of mine, and, and I know that you are because you've literally spent the last 25 minutes driving to a, an area where you can get some signal to record the podcast, and that, my friend, is dedication, and the family are very, very grateful. No, that's all right, mate. That's all right. I hope the uh, petrol ticket uh, receipt's in the mail, mate. I'm not sure we'll get that to you, mate, but we'll do our best. I'll see uh, see what strings I can pull. It won't be coming from my wallet, put it that way, Marky. But, uh, <laughs> mate, your involvement in racing, where did it all begin? I've known you since you were a, a toddler, and I was pretty much a toddler as well. But uh, where did it begin for you? Yeah, at Hillsville, mate, with you, just kicking the footy and running amok and fell in love with the greyhounds and went from there, yeah. And can you can you believe how much I guess you've grown into into the sport and the success you're having now? As I as I went through the stats, mate, 140 winners in the last 12 months. You've won across a couple of different states as well: South Australia, Victoria. I think you've raced at just about every track, if not every track in Victoria, in the last 12 months. So you've grown into this massive operation. Do you pinch yourself with how much success you're having? Uh, it's it's all, when you're doing it, you sort of don't realise the kilometres and stuff that you're you're um you're racking up because you're just enjoying what you're doing but to be winning with the dogs that we are winning with you know a lot of the dogs we've got sort of second stringers from other people and you know stuff that we've been able to purchase cheap for owners and stuff like that and to be able to win with those sort of dogs and um put enjoyment with the owners and have a bit of fun along the way. It's um, it's something that I'm very proud of what we're doing. No doubt one greyhound that means a lot to you is Lioness Lulu. Uh, you were going through a pretty tough time with the family at, at that point in time when she was able to win that Group 1. Can can you remember so clearly that success in Sydney? Oh, definitely. I can remember every minute of it. It was um, it was an absolutely surreal feeling, uh, especially like with you know, my dad being crook at the time and everything else that was going on. Sort of for her to do that, it was... Um, yeah, it was a very, very different experience. I don't know. Hopefully we get there again and can experience it again um, to, to win a Group 1 race. But, um, 
if not something I'll cherish forever, that's for sure. Mate, it's something that I think everybody in the sport wants to do is, is to win a Group 1. doesn't matter what Group 1 it is, and, and even the Million Dollar Chase now, I'm sure that's right up there, even though it's not a Group 1 with that kind of prize money and, and almost the prestige that it's already got. But can you explain to somebody who hasn't won a race like that, like myself, mate, what what is that emotion when they cross the line and you've just won a Group 1? Oh, it's sort of an out-of-body experience, really. Sort of all the work you put in with the dogs and especially to do it with a dog like her. She, you know, we bought her for two grand and um, she'd been written off by a few trainers and to sort of do that with her was something that will um, I'll hold very close forever. But it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a, you can't even explain the feeling. It's not re- it's not relief by any means. It's more just, um, just an incredible jubilation. I'll tell you what, what you just said there, mate, $2,000 into a Group 1 winner. That that gives hope, I think, to anybody involved in racing that any dog can become a champion effectively. Oh, definitely. You know, especially with the way the sport is and, um, you know, dogs getting transported all over the all over the country these days where you really are a national sport. It's, it's not that hard to find a little hidden gem, you know, like um, we've been lucky enough. We've had some real rock-bottom purchases, you know, whether it be of um, buying online or through word of mouth or ready to race sales, we've you know we've always been able to sort of try and try and make something out of it for owners, something for them to at least enjoy that goes around every week and puts smile on faces and yeah, it's good fun. What about race seven, the Meadows, mate? You're back to to Melbourne Town on Saturday night. Good reception there at the MGRA too, which is good news. Uh, you've got no cutters drawn. Box number five in race seven. Tough assignment, but. I think it's fair to say he's a hard greyhound to catch, but when he gets it all right, he, he's up to this class. Yeah, definitely. He's got some, he's got some ability. He trials pretty quick by himself. Um, we sort of threw him in the deep end in the grassroots stairs race the other week, and he he sort of in front for the first six hundred and twenty metres, probably, and just sort of fell in a hole. And the weather at Ballarat didn't help that night. It was um, absolutely bucketing down. The track was sort of a bog by the time we were at the boxes, and wasn't sort of suited for a dog having his first go over the trip. So. Back to 600, I think he'll run it out pretty comfortably. Um, obviously, he's going to have to, you know, find a few lengths to be competitive against those sort of dogs that, you know, run 30 O's over the 500 week in, week out. So he's got to do everything right from box five. But he's not he's not the worst dog, that's for sure. He can he can put it together when he wants to. So, mate, he's $23 in the form guide. So even as a, as a same-race multiplayer for a top four, is that what you think would be a, a good idea? I guess let's win coin off box one is going to be hard to beat because she's got so much early speed. But if your boy can lob up there second or third early and keep on whacking away with that distance run to his credit, he, he looks a genuine top four hope. Yeah, he can. He sort of he sort of uses a bit of the track. So box five won't sort of trouble him too much because he'll probably hold that line through to through the catching pen the first time anyway. So if you can avoid trouble, he could, I've no doubt he could probably run 34, 60 or 70 by himself, which, yeah, it's probably still not enough to win the race, but there'd be enough to sort of see him, see him fill a hole somewhere, that's for sure. And, mate, moving forward, what what's the dream for uh, for Marky Giddings? Uh, is it is it to win a Melbourne Cup? Is that the top of the, the tree when it comes to your radar? I think, in reality, it's probably the, the pinnacle of what everyone in brand racing in this state wants to achieve. I know you've got the, they've got the money up north at the moment, but, um, you know, the, the Melbourne Cup's the Melbourne Cup. It's what we all... Are aiming to do, whether it be to breed one, train one, or own one, it's um, it is the pinnacle of our sport in Victoria, and 
something that I'd love to achieve, that's for sure. I'll tell you one thing, mate. The last three or four nights I've been falling asleep in bed with uh, with uh, the, the movie Farlap on, and I've just been sort of slowly getting through it. I fall asleep after about 15 or 20 minutes. But something like that, I reckon, is so inspirational to watch a, a movie like that because the next morning you spring out of bed and just keep that drive going to in the Greyhound game win a Melbourne Cup. Oh, that's it. The, gray, the, the Greyhounds are good like that. They, they suck you out of bed anyway, you know, start barking at 5 o'clock in the morning. And Marky boy, just like me, you're a, you're a mad one-eyed magpie supporter. And, and look, I must say, Jason Adams obviously co-hosts the Thursday show for Sandown with me, but he was sort of teasing me a little bit about uh, Sydney beating Collingwood. But I, I, I honestly was so impressed with even the fact they lost both of the finals the way they did. There is something there for next year, for sure. Oh, definitely. McRae's done a fantastic job. Well, um, I think Patch is a Richmond supporter, isn't he? So, we'll, um... No, he's Sydney. He's Sydney, so he was oh, really... Sydney. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. No, he's really given it to us then, hasn't he? So, we can't really argue getting beat by one point up there. But, no, the boys have done a fantastic job all year. And McRae, he won Coach of the Year today. So, um, hopefully, we can go on to bigger and better things next year. And a uh, few recruits, hopefully, we'll... Um, Make a granny and hopefully win a premiership. Well, I, reckon, nice. I reckon, mate, if they put JVDM in the back pocket or even the forward pocket, that could be the difference. <laughs> I think I, I think you wouldn't get... I don't think you'd get within... Like, I think you'd be stuck within 30 metres of the goal square the whole time you're on the ground, mate. I don't think you'd be venturing out too far. Mate, I think I'm only dreaming to think I'd even get on the ground. But, uh, hey, as I let you go, Marky boy, um, on this podcast, mate, we like a dog to follow. Is there one in the kennel that you recommend for us to put in our black book and just keep an eye on moving forward? Um, I'll probably just deadly express at the moment. He's just ticking along, winning races. Um, he's he's he sort of fa- probably found his grade now. He's in mix four five grade nearly everywhere he goes, but um, he can sort of put the time on the board when he wants to. And he's generally a pretty reliable beginner. And he's um yeah, he's probably the better the probably one of the better dogs I've got. So. He's probably the one I'd tip into over the next month or a couple of months to, to follow anyway. That's more than enough, Marky. But just as I let you go, mate, for a, for a trainer who hasn't won a big race or is thinking about getting involved in training, what would be the one line of advice you'd give them? Is it is it patience? What What is the key to success? Oh, I think the, the probably the most important thing is to learn off um, off um, success breeds success. So you learn off, learn off good people in the sport, whether they be breeders or trainers or, or, or whoever. As long as you sort of align yourself with good people, you te- you'll tend to um, have success follow you. So, well, yeah. good luck, Marky boy, mate. We appreciate your time and and safe travels on that thirty minute drive back to uh, to Murnion, where there's absolutely no signal. <laughs> No, definitely no service in Murnion, mate. I'll speak to you soon, all right? And that, my friends, wraps up a big green light on Premier Racing Podcast. It was one that was just littered with issues when it comes to Wi-Fi and internet connections. So if there's anything this uh, great town of Victoria, this great city can can try and sort out, please fix up the Wi-Fi and reception because it's terrible. Until next time, putters, uh, safe travelling, happy punning, and enjoy a great sporting weekend.